0: chapter thirteen verses one through twenty of Catina aria gospel of st mark by st thomas aquinas this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter thirteen and as he went out of the temple one of his disciples saith unto him master see what manner of stones and what buildings are here and jesus answering said unto him seest thou these great buildings there shall not be left one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. Because after the founding of the Church of Christ, Judea was to be punished for her treachery, the Lord fitly, after praising the devoutness of the Church in the person of the poor widow, goes out of the temple, and foretold its coming ruin, and the contempt in which the buildings, now so wonderful, were soon to be held. Wherefore it is said, And as he went out of the temple, one of his disciples saith unto him, Master, see what manner of stones and what buildings are here. Theophylact, for since the Lord had spoken much concerning the destruction of Jerusalem, his disciples wondered that such numerous and beautiful buildings were to be destroyed. And this is the reason why they point out the beauty of the temple. And he answers not only, that they were to be destroyed, but also that one stone should not be left upon another. Wherefore it goes on, And Jesus answering said unto him, Seest thou these great buildings? There shall not be left one stone upon another, that shall not be thrown down. Now some may endeavor to prove that Christ's words are false, by saying that many ruins were left. But this is not at all the point. For though some ruins had been left, still, at the consummation of all things, one stone shall not be left upon another. Besides, it is related that Elias Adrian overthrew the city and the temple from the foundation, so that the word of the Lord here spoken was fulfilled. Bede. But it was ordered by divine power that after the grace of the faith of the gospel was made known through the world, the temple itself, with its ceremonies, should be taken away lest perchance some one weak in the faith, if he saw that these things which had been instituted by God still remained, might by degrees drop from the sincerity of the faith, which is in Christ Jesus, into carnal Judaism. Pseudo-Jerome, here also the Lord enumerates to his disciples the destruction of the last time, that is of the temple, with the people and its letter, of which one stone shall not be left upon another, that is, no testimony of the prophets upon those to whom the Jews perversely applied them, that is, on Ezra, Zerubbabel, and the Maccabees. Bede. Again, when the Lord left the temple, all the edifice of the law and the framework of the commandments were destroyed, so that nothing could be filled up by the Jews. And now that the head has been taken away, all the limbs fight one against the other. Verses 3-8. through eight. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives over against the temple, Peter and James and John and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign when all these things shall be fulfilled? And Jesus answering them began to say, Take heed, lest any man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And when ye hear of wars and rumors of wars, be ye not troubled. For such things must needs be, but the end shall not be yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be earthquakes in divers places, and there shall be famines and troubles. These are the beginnings of sorrows. Because the Lord, when some were praising the buildings of the temple, had plainly answered that all these were to be destroyed the disciples privately inquired about the time and the signs of the destruction which was foretold. Wherefore it is said, And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives over against the temple, Peter and James and John and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign when all these things shall be fulfilled? The Lord sits upon the Mount of Olives over against the temple, when he discourses upon the ruin and destruction of the temple, so that even his bodily position may be in accordance with the words which he speaks, pointing out mystically that, abiding in peace with the saints, he hates the madness of the proud, for the Mount of Olives marks the fruitful sublimity of the Holy Church. Augustine, in answer to the disciples, the Lord tells them of the things which were from that time forth to have their course. Whether he met the destruction of Jerusalem, which occasioned their question, or his own coming through the church, in which he ever comes even unto the end, for we know that he comes in his own, when his members are born day by day, or the end itself, in which he will appear to judge the quick and the dead. Theophylact. but before answering their question, he strengthens their minds that they may not be deceived. Wherefore there follows, and Jesus answering them began to say, Take heed, lest any man deceive you. And this he says, because when the sufferings of the Jews began, some arose professing to be teachers. Wherefore there follows, For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Bede. For many came forward, when destruction was hanging over Jerusalem, saying that they were the Christs, and that the time of freedom was now approaching. Many teachers of heresy also arose in the church, even in the time of the apostles, and many antichrists came in the name of Christ, the first of whom was Simon Magus, to whom the Samaritans, as we read in the Acts of the Apostles, listened, saying, This man is the great power of God. Wherefore also it is added here, and shall deceive many. Now from the time of the Passion of our Lord, There ceased not amongst the Jewish people, who chose the seditious robber and rejected Christ the Savior, either external wars or civil discord. Wherefore it goes on, and when ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars, be ye not troubled. And when these come, the apostles were warned not to be afraid, or to leave Jerusalem and Judea, because the end was not to come at once, nay, was to be put off for forty years. And this is what is added, for such things must needs be, but the end shall not be yet, that is, the desolation of the province, and the last destruction of the city and temple. It goes on, for nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. Theophylact, that is, the Romans against the Jews, which Josephus relates happened before the destruction of Jerusalem. For when the Jews refused to pay tribute, the Romans arose in anger. But because at that time they were merciful, they took indeed their spoils, but did not destroy Jerusalem. What follows shows that God fought against the Jews. For it is said, there shall be earthquakes in divers places, and there shall be famines. Bede. Now it is on record that this literally took place at the time of the Jewish rebellion. But kingdom against kingdom, the pestilence of whose word spreads as a canker, dearth of the word of God, the commotion of the whole world, and the separation from the true faith, may be rather understood of heretics, who fighting one against the other, bring about the triumph of the church. Verses 9-13 through 13. But take heed to yourselves, for they shall deliver you up to councils, and in the synagogues ye shall be beaten, and ye shall be brought before rulers and kings for my sake, for a testimony against them. And the gospel must first be published among all nations. But when they shall lead you and deliver you up, take no thought beforehand what ye shall speak. Neither do ye premeditate. But whatsoever shall be given you in that hour, that speak ye. For it is not ye that speak, but the Holy Ghost. Now the brother shall betray the brother to death, and the father the son, and children shall rise up against their parents, and shall cause them to be put to death and ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Bede. The Lord shows how Jerusalem and the province of Judea merited the infliction of such calamities in the following words. But take heed to yourselves, for they shall deliver you up to councils, and in the synagogues ye shall be beaten. For the greatest cause of destruction to the Jewish people was that after slaying the Saviour, they also tormented the heralds of his name and faith with wicked cruelty. Theophylact, fitly also did he premise a recital of those things which concerned the apostles, that in their own tribulations they might find some consolation in the community of troubles and sufferings. There follows, and ye shall be brought before rulers and kings for my sake, for a testimony against them. He says, Kings and rulers, as, for instance, Agrippa, Nero, and Herod. Again his saying, for my sake, give them no small consolation, and that they were about to suffer for his sake. For a testimony against them means a judgment beforehand against them, and that they might be inexcusable, and that though the apostles were laboring for the truth, they would not join themselves to it. Then, that they might not think that their preaching should be impeded by troubles and dangers, he adds, and the gospel must first be published among all nations. Augustine, Matthew adds, and then shall the end come. Mark, however, by the word first means before the end come. Bede, ecclesiastical historians testify that this was fulfilled, for they relate that all the apostles, long before the destruction of the province of Judea, were dispersed to preach the gospel over the whole world except james the son of zebedee and james the brother of our lord who had before shed their blood in judea for the word of the lord since then the lord knew that the hearts of the disciples would be saddened by the fall and destruction of their nation he relieves them by this consolation to let them know that even after the casting away of the jews companions in their joy and heavenly kingdom should not be wanting nay that many more were to be collected of all mankind then perished in Judea. Gloss. Another anxiety might also arise in the breasts of the disciples, lest therefore after hearing that they were to be brought before kings and rulers, they should fear that their want of science and eloquence should render them unable to answer. Our Lord consoles them by saying, but when they shall lead you and deliver you up, take no thought beforehand what ye shall speak but whatsoever shall be given you in that hour, that speak ye. Bede. For when we are led before judges for Christ's sake, all our duty is to offer up our will for Christ. As for the rest, Christ himself who dwells in us speaks for us, and the grace of the Holy Ghost shall be given us when we answer. Wherefore it goes on, for it is not ye that shall speak, but the Holy Ghost. Theophylact, he also foretells to them a worse evil, that they should suffer persecution from their relations. Wherefore there follows, Now the brother shall betray the brother to death, and the father the son, and children shall rise up against their parents, and shall cause them to be put to death, and ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. Bede. This has often been seen in time of persecution, nor can there be any firm affection amongst men who differ in faith. Theophilact, and this he says that on hearing it they might prepare themselves to bear persecutions and ills with greater patience. Then he brings them consolation, saying, "And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. For the being hated for Christ's sake is if sufficient reason for suffering persecutions patiently. For it is not the punishment but the cause that makes the martyr. Again, that which follows is no small comfort amidst persecution." but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Verses 14 through 20 But when ye shall see the abomination of desolation, spoken of by Daniel the prophet, standing where it ought not, let him that readeth understand. Then let them that be in Judea flee into the mountains, and let him that is on the housetop not go down into the house, neither enter therein, to take anything out of his house. And let him that is in the field not turn back again, for to take up his garment. But woe to them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days. And pray ye that your flight be not in the winter, for in those days shall be affliction, such as was not from the beginning of the creation which God created unto this time, neither shall be. And except that the Lord had shortened those days, no flesh should be saved but for the elect's sake whom he hath chosen he hath shortened the days gloss after speaking of the things which were to happen before the destruction of the city the lord now foretells those which happened about the destruction itself of the city saying and when ye shall see the abomination of desolation standing where it ought not let him that readeth understand augustine matthew says standing in the holy place but with this verbal difference, Mark has expressed the same meaning, for he says, where it ought not to stand, because it ought not to stand in the holy place. Bede. When we are challenged to understand what is said, we may conclude that it is mystical, but it may either be said simply of Antichrist, or of the statue of Caesar, which Pilate put into the temple, or of the equestrian statue of Adrian, which for a long time stood in the holies of holies itself. An idol is also called an abomination, according to the Old Testament, and he has added of desolation, because it was placed in the temple when desolate and deserted. theophylact or he means by the abomination of desolation, the entrance of enemies into the city by violence. Augustine, but Luke, in order to show that the abomination of desolation happened when Jerusalem was taken, in this same place gives the words of our Lord, And when ye shall see Jerusalem compassed with armies, then know that the desolation thereof is nigh. It goes on, Then let them that be in Judea flee to the mountains. Bede. It is on record that this was literally fulfilled when on the approach of the war with Rome and the extermination of the Jewish people, all the Christians who were in that province, warned by the prophecy, fled far away. As church history relates, and retiring upon Jordan, remained for a time in the city of Pella, under the protection of Agrippa, the king of the Jews, of whom mention is made in the Acts, and who with that part of the Jews who chose to obey him, always continued subject to the Roman Empire. Theophylact, and well does he say who are in Judea, for the apostles were no longer in Judea, but before the battle had been driven from Jerusalem. Gloss, rather went out of their own accord, being led by the Holy Ghost. It goes on, and let him that is on the housetop not go down into the house, neither let enter therein, to take anything out of his house, for it is a desirable thing to be saved even naked from such destruction. It goes on, but woe to them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days. Bede that is, they whose wombs or whose hands overladen with the burden of children in no small measure impede their forced flight. Theophylact, but it seems to me that in these words he foretells the eating of children, for when afflicted by famine and pestilence they laid hands on their children. Gloss, again, after having mentioned this double impediment to flight, which might arise either from the desire of taking away property, or from having children to carry, he touches upon the third obstacle, namely, that coming from the season, saying, And pray ye that your flight be not in the winter, Theophilact, lest they who wish to fly should be impeded by the difficulties of the season, and he fitly gives the cause of so great a necessity for flight, saying, In those days shall be affliction, such as was not from the beginning of the creation which God created unto this time, Neither shall be. Augustine, for Josephus, who has written the history of the Jews, relates that such things were suffered by this people as are scarcely credible, wherefore it is said, not without cause, that there was not such tribulation from the beginning of the creation until now, nor shall ever be. But although in the time of Antichrist there shall be one similar or greater, we must understand that it is of that people that it is said that there shall never happen such another, for they are the first and foremost to receive Antichrist, that same people may rather be said to cause than to suffer tribulation. Bede, the only refuge in such evils is that God who gives strength to suffer should abridge the power of inflicting. Wherefore there follows, and except that the Lord had shortened those days. Theophylact, that is if the roman war had not been soon finished no flesh should be saved that is no jew should have escaped but for the elect's sake whom he hath chosen that is for the sake of the believing jews or who were hereafter to believe he has shortened the days that is the war was soon finished for god foresaw that many jews would believe after the destruction of the city for which reason he would not suffer the whole race to be utterly destroyed Augustine. But some persons more fitly understand that the calamities themselves are signified by days, as evil days are spoken of in other parts of Scripture. For the days themselves are not evil, but what is done in them. The woes themselves, therefore, are said to be abridged, because through the patience which God gave, they felt them less, and then what was great in itself was abridged. Bede or else these words, in those days shall be affliction, properly agree with the times of Antichrist, when not only tortures more frequent and more painful than before are to be heaped on the faithful, but also what is more terrible, the working of miracles shall accompany those who inflict torments. But in proportion as this tribulation shall be greater than those which precede, by so much shall it be shorter. For it is believed that during three years and a half, as far as may be conjectured from the prophecy of Daniel and the revelations of John, the church is to be attacked. In a spiritual sense, however, when we see the abomination of desolation standing where it ought not, that is, heresies and crimes reigning amongst them, who appear to be consecrated by the heavenly mysteries, then whosoever of us remain in Judea, that is, in the confession of the true faith, ought to mount the higher in virtue, the more men we see following the broad paths of vice. Pseudo-Jerome, for our flight is to the mountains, that he who has mounted to the heights of virtue may not go down to the depths of sin. Bede, then let him who is on the housetop, that is, whose mind rises above carnal deeds, and who lives spiritually, as it were, in the free air, not come down to the base acts of his former conversation, nor seek again those things which he had left, the desires of the world or the flesh. For our house either means this world, or that in which we live, our own flesh. Pseudo-Jerome, pray that your flight may not be in the winter, or on the Sabbath day. That is, that the fruit of our work may not be ended with the end of time. For fruit comes to an end in the winter, and time in the Sabbath speed, but if we are to understand it of the consummation of the world, he commands that our faith and love for Christ should not grow cold, and that we should not grow lazy and cold in the work of God. By taking a sabbath from virtue, Theophilact, we must also avoid sin with fervor, and not coldly and quietly. pseudo Jerome, but the tribulation shall be great, and the days short, for the sake of the elect, lest the evil of this time should change their understanding. End of chapter 13, verses 1 through 20.